Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you want the ability to adjust your loan options in real time, folks. Remember, Rocket Can. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. Send the tweets, send the hot takes at Ken Carman, C-A-R-M-A-N. And I want to know right off the rip, do you think it's going to work out for Carson Wentz? Do you think it's going to work out for the Colts? And really, do you think it's going to work out for the Eagles? There's so many different fun tentacles to it. And I love so much that, yes, we love when we're right. And I love being right about this because it's, it's being created now. Now, I don't know if it's great for the regular fan in the NFL, but I know it's being created now. I thought when the Jamal Adams trade went down. Pierno, was I working with you then when the Jamal Adams trade went down? No, no. We weren't together yet? Okay. When the Jamal Adams trade went down, then this will be new for Pierno. Is I had I had an epiphany almost because I, I, I just felt, gosh, you're getting rid of Jamal Adams. There's no faith. To, there's no faith that any of this will get done. It's a lame duck presidency. It's a lame duck coach, I should say, with with, with Adam Gase. And man, was I right! And I go, man, you were seven and nine last year. Sam Darnold was, he got sick, he got hurt. There's so many things that you could explain away, and they just didn't have faith. You say what you want to about Jamal Adams, but you know, moving on from him, getting picks back, not helping out Sam Darnold. We've seen what's happened with great safety play. In the past, we've seen what's happened there in the NFL. And that, and a safety, a great safety like Jamal Adams can be, can help out a quarterback fantastically. And I thought about it then. And I said, man, it looks like there could be. You have a couple of years of this guy in New York. You had a, just a year of Josh Rosen in Arizona. I didn't see the Tua Tonga Vailoa stuff coming, I got to admit. I... People were head over heels in love with this guy, and now he's just old news, and everybody can't ra- wait to get rid of him, apparently. But I go, man, there's there's an emerging QB market we're seeing here. You're just going to see, at some point, there's got to be something that tips, where there's a good coach out there, or there are multiple good coaches out there, and they look at a quarterback and they say, I see talent. I can make do with this guy. I can do it with this quarterback. This guy right here. I didn't foresee any of this happening with Carson Wentz. I've always questioned Carson Wentz. 
hand to God, just my admittance. I've always co- I've always questioned his skill. I've always questioned just how great he was. I looked terrible during the 2017 season, but we'll get into that at a later juncture here during this opening segment. While I've questioned, I was willing to accept that I was wrong, but there was still, gosh, I love what Frank Reich's done in, in, in Indianapolis. Wouldn't Sam Darnold, and this was a Sam Darnold conversation, wouldn't Sam Darnold look good there? If Drew Brees stepped away in New Orleans, yeah, Jameis Winston, yeah, Jason Hill, yeah, I get all that stuff. Wouldn't Sam Darnold look there? Look at, wouldn't he look great there? And I thought that this new market could actually happen. So while I'm thrilled that it's actually happening, I question how it's actually going down. I question how these moves are going to be made. Because now, and this is something that I don't think that regular fans should really want, while we are living in an era of player empowerment and rooting for players and idolizing the players and saying that they should stand up for their rights and they should stand up for what we deem is just in our real world, they still live in a fantasy land. More on that with Draymond Green's comments coming up at the end of the show today. I didn't see Deshaun Watson wanting out. I didn't see or want to see Russell Wilson wanting out or threatening or or sending messages or any of that nature. Don't want to go too crazy on it. Let's all relax here for a second. I didn't see that. So while there's something good here where you can look at a quarterback where a team might have given up on him a little bit too soon, where a team did not see the talent, didn't make the most of the talent, they can move on to a different QB because they have a new head coach and a new general manager, and they want their own people in there, you, a fan of your favorite team, wherever you may be, unless you have one of the young gun quarterbacks of the NFL, or you have one of the guys that are old in the tooth but you know, or long in the tooth but you know that they can compete for a Super Bowl, if you're in the middle class of the NFL, like the Colts, This is exciting. This is an exciting conversation for you. But also remember, if you're one of the teams that have one of the young guns, if you have one of the elite QBs, this is something you need to pay attention to. Sports Illustrated had an article that came out with it just a couple days ago about Deshaun Watson and his power. And this is something we've talked about here over the last, gosh, couple of months just here and there and, and dotted it in that these guys pay attention to each other. These guys hang out with each other. I'm talking about not just the NFL. I'm talking about athletes in general. Guys of the top three sports, they, they seem to be friends with each other. They grow up playing the same sports. They go to the same camps. They're multi-sport athletes. So one guy who goes to an Elite 11 camp goes with another one, and then maybe they split off. One plays baseball, one plays basketball. And they end up being friends. And they pay attention to these things because their agents can straddle sports. And while one guy in, in, in one certain sport has the power to dictate not just money, but quality of life, that should be something that startles a lot of fans. Something that you should pay attention to. Because the problems that have arisen in the NBA over the last decade now, I, I worry they're starting to happen in the NFL. And you could say, well, Ken, that's the natural order of things. People want to go and do other things. They... They should be allowed to do that. Absolutely. I I support you if you live in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and you want to make a move to Austin, Texas. Please go right on ahead. If you believe that you have a better lifestyle, you go right on ahead and do that. And I know that as a grown man and watching other grown men play a sport, I should or have to be accepting of that. 
problem is that this is an entertainment game, and there's plenty of people who are in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, which is, I'm sure, a very fine city, that are in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, that were born there, raised there, and they will die in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. And if they're a great big Packer fan, they want to know why the hell maybe someday their favorite player, who may not even be in the NFL yet, wants out of their market. And that's going to turn them off. The NFL has become so strong, especially over the last decade, because I have owners who are ruining my favorite sport if I'm a baseball fan. I have players who I can argue are getting in the way of my favorite sport if I'm an NBA fan. But if I'm an NFL fan, I know that if I take a guy who's that talented in the most important position in the game, that that man will be there for the long term. He will be there as long as he's useful. And then we'll get rid of him. And I, myself, as the fan, get to enjoy him, get to argue for him, put him on a pedestal, and then as time goes on, eventually argue against him. Like, what's going on in Pittsburgh right now? So now we find ourselves, not at the junction yet, but we are getting close to it and we can see it. And with the Carson Wentz move, there's so many, again, different tentacles to it that no matter what I said today, This is going to work out for Eagles fans, and this has worked out for Eagles fans. No matter what any caller says today, no matter what I say about any sort of thing, because I do, I, as of right now, Carson Wentz, guys, he's a stiff. I wouldn't touch him with a 19-foot pole, a 19-and-a-half-foot pole if we want to do it correctly. I wouldn't touch him at all. I wouldn't want any part of him. Frank Reich, it makes a ton of sense. The price that they gave up, which is not much, because if he does become great, If he does become great, then you've only given up a third-rounder and a first-rounder for a guy who you want to make your franchise quarterback. And finally, the Colts and Colts fans can stop this this search for quarterbacks that that they can love, that they thought they had with Andrew Luck, and then Andrew Luck, his spleen got injured and everything else got injured, and he was out. That they've had four different quarterbacks in, what, four years that Frank Reich has had. It makes sense for the Colts, and the price makes it even better. And while I think that, yeah, Carson Wentz is a stiff – I worry that there's been three straight years of reports of him not being a great teammate. I worry about these reports that that CBS has put out that that have come to CBS, I should say, that says that he didn't he was not going to accept a trade to the Chicago Bears. There's a guy who wants out that's being paid a lot of money that the team didn't even seem to want at that time. For this player, he bothers me. But for Eagles fans, no matter what's said today, no matter what is said over the coming time, it's worked out for you. I saw the arguments online, and I'm in one of the cities that that had an argument over Carson Wentz. The Browns were at the number two spot in the NFL draft. They traded out with the Philadelphia Eagles for the Eagles to take Carson Wentz, got a whole bunch of picks, and everybody did the beautiful mind tricks, and we're looking at what Warren Sharp had put out, who's a very, 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 very smart man, who was putting a ton of stuff out there about how the trade worked out and all the machinations and all the players that were were taken from it, and there were there were there were Browns fans, and I hate to say this, there were Browns fans champions posing. We won the trade. We didn't give up thirty plus million dollars a year for a total stiff. And I said, I know you think you've won, but I can't say you've won. That team went and won a Super Bowl. The Browns were zero and sixteen that year. They won a Super Bowl. The Browns have not. I can't say you've won a trade. It might end up being better. 
Can't say you've lost the trade. We'll see how Baker Mayfield continues to progress and Kevin Stefanski and, and their window being here open for the next couple of years, it seems. We'll watch that closely. But there's no way you've won a trade over anybody just because you didn't pay a player because you haven't had a player worth paying here with the exception of Miles Garrett over the last decade plus. Doesn't mean you won the trade. And there were so many fans that were circling and saying that I was right on Carson Wentz. No, I was right on Carson Wentz. He was right. No, I was right on Carson Wentz. And while, yeah, we love to say that we were right, and yeah, I questioned him from the very beginning, Eagles fans won this wholeheartedly. You have something that you can hold on to forever. You have a Super Bowl. And there's not a chance in hell on God's green earth or in hell, that if Nick Foles would have started that entire year, that the Eagles would have won a Super Bowl. Carson Wentz in 2017, before the injury, was a legitimate MVP candidate. That's something that I can never, will never, have never taken away from him. We'll never be able to do it. And what Frank Reich is tasked with doing right now is trying to return him as close to that form as possible. Whether he can do it, there's few guys in the NFL that I would trust tasking with that, and Frank Reich is one of them. But for Eagles fans, not for the Eagles, not for Wentz, not for Doug Peterson, but for the fans, it was worth it. You have your statue, you have your memories, you have something that you hold dear forever and ever and ever. And I think there's a ton of fan bases out there In fact, I would hope there's a ton of fan bases out there that if they were asked the question, hey, do you want to be sustained and have long-term success, but you're not guaranteed a championship, or do you want a championship now, I would hope that a lot of people, I would assume and hope that people would have the common sense and realize what this whole thing is about about winning a championship in professional sports and take what happens to the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are an embarrassment and a mess right now. Doug Peterson, I don't know why he put in Nate Sudfeld or a guy who was a free agent to figure out what he had. That was an embarrassment in week 17. The whole thing's just gone to pot. But you know what? You got the six overall pick. You got a couple of more picks. You got a quarterback that you don't have to focus on anymore and have arguments about whether or not he really is a good teammate anymore or whether it bothers him. When he pulls up to the facility, he sees a statue of a head coach and another quarterback that will live in infamy and forever. You don't have to worry and have those conversations anymore. At the end of all this, this segment, this entire show, and forever, you have a Super Bowl. It's worked out for you. And nobody, not I, not anybody else can take it away because there's no argument that goes against it. Give me the Eagles over the... 90s Bills. Give me the Eagles over the 90s Indians. Give me the Eagles over any team that has had sustained success without winning a championship because that's what it's supposed to be about. And you won. But right now, yeah, I feel Carson Wentz is a stiff. For the Colts, it's the best likely, it's the best landing spot. I think everybody saw it coming from a mile away. It made a ton of sense. And there's multiple reasons that it made a ton of sense. The defense. Chris Ballard is as steady as it gets. I have a mountain of respect for Chris Ballard and what he's done with the with the Indianapolis Colts. And, and it shows you, by the way, when you have a good head coach, when you have a good general manager, it doesn't matter what we think about the owner. I mean, all, the, all the horrible stories you've heard about Jim Ursay and his past and some of the things that he's gotten into and some of the ugliness 
that Jim Irsay has been a part of. It's along the lines of a lot of other owners out there in professional sports of yesteryear and of today. But when the team was losing, you paid attention to it. Now that the team is a good, consistent, strong organization because of Ballard, because of Reich, nobody seems – it's not that people don't care. They just don't notice as much. But when you have a guy like Ballard, when you have that defense, when you have a coach like Frank Reich who, again, I think, yeah, fourth quarterback going on in four years. You have faith in this guy. This is a team that if they have the right quarterback, this is a volcano ready to explode. This is the opportunity that lies ahead for Carson Wentz. It's not a big investment. It's not the biggest investment in the world. But if it does pan out, if you get the very best out of Carson Wentz, this is an incredible story. And guys like me who call him a stiff right now have to walk backwards. I've done it before. I'll do it again. No big deal. That's the opportunity that's there for the Colts because they're a quarterback away. You see what the Chiefs are able to do? Chiefs wish they had the type of defense that the Colts have. See what the Buccaneers are able to do? Buccaneers, the defense was the story. I still think they wish they had the type of defense Indianapolis has. Plenty of other teams in the AFC. The Browns, if you have a quarterback, you got a chance, but you are also going to need that. And the only thing that's been missing from the Colts has been that extra piece. Rivers got him a little bit further. And here you have a chance for a complete resurrection with Carson Wentz. A rehabilitation of his image, because it's dog you-know-what right now. A rehabilitation of his career. Some humility to go with him that an organization that just paid him a significant amount of money that made it a significant investment in him wants him to go away. The Colts have a golden opportunity in 2020. For the Eagles, you can see what happens with Jalen Hurts. Maybe Nick Sirianni won't be afraid of his shadow. Howie Roseman is on the hot seat, should be on the hot seat. That's the way the NFL goes. We gave him a world of credit. When they got rid of Chip Kelly and he came out of his closet, now that they stuffed him in down the hallway, Kelly came to town, we gave Howie Roseman all the credit in the world. And now people are wondering whether or not it was Andy Reid who made them the quarterback factory, quote-unquote. And you have a six-overall pick. Whether you use it on a quarterback's up to you. Whether you use it on a quarterback, I think it's going to be up to the fans. And so will this work out for Carson Wentz and the Colts? And for the Eagles, now you have Jalen Hurts. But you have that sixth overall choice. And if you take a guy, you're still not a very good football team. In the blink of an eye, this roster's gotten old. It's gotten decrepit. We're wanting to do the right things for veterans and let them latch onto other teams and make ring chases, which is perfectly fine and admirable. But for the Colts, for Wentz, for the Eagles, which one of these has the best chance of this working out for them? 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Send the tweets, send the hot takes at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. 11 o'clock Eastern, Charlie Casterly going to join us. We'll talk, obviously, NFL with him, talk about some of these quarterbacks on the move. Who should be the next one on the move there? And, I mean, out of all these quarterbacks, of all the rumors that are going on, I mean, this has become, if the NFL gets down the NBA style, I, maybe I'm wrong, 
maybe fans will still root for teams. I'm nervous about this. I am. You know, change for change's sake is not good. Change for the better is always good. We'll see how it works out. But as of right now, it is exciting because you have so many different quarterbacks that are up the top, off the top of your head where, okay, that guy could use a new home. Okay, let's have the discussion. Like Russell Wilson, I didn't want to give it too much, cre- too much credence because I didn't think it was going to really – I don't think anything's going to happen. I think that probably Russell Wilson after the Super Bowl wasn't the first time he's ever said anything to the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't have a problem with what he said. I think that if you've been a quarterback for a long time, if you are the franchise quarterback, maybe a seat at the table isn't the worst thing. There's been people who have been critical of Pete Carroll, but I I just don't think that they'd lose their heads on something like this. Watson, we've talked to death. I still think Houston, if if he's going to dig his heels in and he doesn't want to play, you can go right ahead and you can try to sue him, but it ain't going to make the situation any better, and you're still not getting the quarterback play, and you're still not building for that future. So it just may very well be better in your interest to go ahead, accept the best offer, move on, and start to rebuild your franchise. I mean, Nick Casario does have that option. It may very well be forced to use that option if Deshaun Watson wants to dig his heels in. Sam Darnold's interesting. I don't want to give up on Sam Darnold just yet. There's a lot of things that I think that I I didn't see coming out of college that I probably should have saw coming out of college. It wasn't just the USC thing. You know, some of the other stuff where – even when I think he was on with Watiki and Tierney, it was when he was first coming out of the draft, and they were like in studio, and he kept looking over to the parents to make sure that he could answer. Little little things like that throw you off. But I don't want to give up on Sam Darnold. Put him in a better situation with a stable coach and a stable franchise. Jimmy Garoppolo gets brought up. I get defensive of Jimmy Garoppolo. The injuries, the injuries have been one big part of Jimmy Garoppolo's career. I don't think it's a reason to give up on him. He's won a slew of games, which I know wins and losses or quarterback record is not an argument for a quarterback. But he seems to run a system okay. Is it that much of an upgrade to somebody else? Are we letting some of the different the Mullinses and the and the Bethards and the other conversations? Are we letting that cloud? what really Jimmy Garoppolo is. If he were healthier, maybe it would change. Goff, Stafford, those conversations have already happened. That, that, that deal's already been completed. But when I watched Carson Wentz over the last few years, especially this year, a complete lack of confidence, a lack of confidence in himself, a lack of confidence in the offense, and so he'll have the chance to change the narrative. He'll speak, and there will be stories and flowery stories that come out on Carson Wentz's side. And, okay, this is this is what it really is. This is what it really was in Philadelphia. This was the situation that was handed to him. It was a bad situation. There will be some flowery stuff there. But, again, for three years, we kept seeing reports, substantiated or not, there were still reports out there every single year about what he was as a teammate, how he could be as a teammate. And I don't know if those conversations just clear up out of air just because you were traded. Colts got a good foundation, got a good coach. And if Carson Wentz is going to make this thing work out, he's going to have to understand that this is probably his last chance. Already, it's only been five years, and here it is as his last chance. And I think it can work out with the Colts. I absolutely think it can work out with Frank Reich. You know where I stand on this. And for the Eagles – It's your chance to dust yourself off, get back up, and start building again because he should be able to play 70% of the snaps this year or 75% of the snaps this year, and they should. That division can be tough, 
You got Tennessee there. I don't think Jacksonville is ready for anything yet. Houston's on their way down, but with another team in Tennessee, we already saw in the AFC this year, you had to win 10 games to get to the postseason this season. And if this model continues where there's more teams okay with losing, that means the games you have to win to make sure you're in the top seven have to go up. That means there's more pressure on Indianapolis this year. But he should be able to get there. There should be a playoff appearance. There should be some sort of a resurrection. It is it is Frank Reich. I've seen this already. There should be something that works out for them. And for the Eagles, you got another first-round pick. Do you want to use it again next year to get a quarterback, or do you want to go after one of these guys this year? Trey Lance is probably out of the question because of the whole meaning of North Dakota State, even though that would be a crazy reason if you really liked a quarterback to not take the quarterback just because he went to the same school as the guy you just traded. That would be a nuttier reason than any of the other stuff we've talked about, but there are options there. Zach Wilson won't be there. Justin Fields might be there. I don't know why he's dropping off the face of the earth. I got to text Ryan Wilson and find out more. Even though I'm not a Buckeye fan, I happen to like Justin. I have to really like Justin Fields. Trey Lance, that's a conversation. Or whether or not you just want to add, and it seems to be like Howie Roseman would do something like this, would you just want to add a great wide receiver, put him with Jalen Hurts for a year, and let's see where it goes? Because they have a bigger rebuild than just the 2021 draft. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. We'll get to some of you folks when we come back. Also coming up, 11 o'clock Eastern, Charlie Casserly will join us. We'll talk about these quarterbacks. We'll talk about the NFL and whether or not other people are getting ideas because of Tom Brady. That all coming up and also next. If you love something, set it free. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Right now it's the latest sports update with Marco Belletti. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Charlie Castellay, 11 o'clock Eastern anyway, 855-2124-CBS. I went too early. Pierno had to tell me I was up, and I... You got to listen. I always tell you when you're going to be up, you I know, just because go. We, we, I just we, go. Talk, we talk about a lot of things off the listen. air that are not appropriate to go on the air, so I My always want to make you aware of when you're going to be back up. I mean, we could talk about it on the air. We talk wrestling. We talk politics. We talk a lot of different things. Porn. Oh, I didn't say it. You did. Good God. My teeth are killing me today, Pierno. Um, what's going on with your teeth? I had a problem. Well, first off, my dentist's office. I didn't realize my dentist's office closed on Friday, so I thought I was going to be able to make it until Monday, right? Yeah. Like Thursday, I started having, like, man, it feels like my, my tooth sore. I don't know what, what's going on, but either way, I basically had an emergency yesterday, so I had to go to a different dentist's office. Guy was so cool, man. Really great. Dr. Lehman. Shouts to him. Really nice to me. And the whole staff was great, and they're like, eh, you might need a root canal. Oh. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, well, I guess everybody's got to get one at some point, I imagine. I had one. It was one of the worst experiences great. of my life. I can't wait. One this of the worst so experiences of my life. It hurt. So badly. Like, he told me. It he's like, sucked, dude. He said, listen here, brother. Like, I could, because there was a bunch of different things that are kind of gross in there that I didn't want to tell. I, I'm not going to tell you about. I, you know, I don't want to gross anybody out. It's, it's, we're getting close to the lunch hour. So, I says, he goes, I could take that, I could take that filling out, take a look, see. Basically, what it would start is a, if, if it's what I, if it's what 
if it's like he said fractured or something like that, if it's that, then it would basically be like starting a root canal, and I wouldn't be comfortable since you're not my since you're not my patient. And I was like, oh, it's like mowing another man's lawn, basically. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, all right. So he did a couple of things, gave me like a shot, and then gave me a prescription. So it's not as bad as it was yesterday, but it's it ain't good. Prior to this uh, last visit, when was the last time you had gone to the dentist? I mean, do you not take care of your teeth? Mm, October. No, I go to the dentist, uh, what, once a year, twice a year? I go uh, every time they tell me. They send oh, me a okay. thing, and I go to the dentist. Yeah. And so when I press down, I put my tongue back there, and I press down on my tongue, and that's when it kind of hurts. And it's only one tooth. That sucks. So it, I don't it, know it, what it's it gonna, is. It's going to be a miserable experience. You're going to be in so much pain when you have to go through the root canal. Do you How get like Do you it? get like dreams at all? We, because uh, for the longest time, um, oh, I had I, get, I, I, I had teeth issues. I but you, uh, regarding your teeth, I mean, because um, oh. there was I had chipped my tooth, and I was I was always afraid of the dentist. I didn't want to go get it fixed, so I ignored it. I ignored it. I ignored it until I couldn't ignore it anymore because it hurt so badly, and I wound up having to get a root canal. But before I finally gave in to go to the dentist, I had dreams like every week. I had these dreams about my teeth falling out of my mouth like they were cracking and they were just falling out of my mouth and after i went to the dentist to resolve the issue i haven't had that dream since then haven't had it since what i'm telling you you i was constantly getting this dream about my teeth just falling apart in my mouth did you know your teeth were, were were going away did you like feel like you think your teeth were going away before you got your tooth fixed well, I, I I had a, I had a lot of pain in that one tooth. Okay. Oh, okay. This is gonna suck. It is gonna I suck. I swear to God, I got a cornea surgery coming up. Oh I'm my just God, you are a, yeah, you're a mess. I'm falling apart, man. I'm falling apart. This sucks. Still, this still with the eye. Sucks. Still with the eye oh, issue. Yeah. No, fi- but this is what I'm trying to get fixed. I'm trying to get it all fixed up. God, I remember. I, even, I think the first time I became aware of the eye issue was how long? It was it two years now or? Because I just oh, remember. Yeah. Been, no, this will be five years. This will be five years. Yeah. Well, because I, I went yeah. there. I went there. This is how it went. I, I haven't even told Mirnik yet that I'm going to have a Lyman host for me. Now he, because he's listening, I'm sure he's going to find out now and I'm going to get a text. I just remember the but, time that you like called, you gave like, 15, oh, yeah. you gave like 15 minutes notice that you couldn't, I couldn't come drive. into work. I couldn't drive. I could not drive. That, I literally that, that could not drive. That left everybody scrambling here I, trying to find I felt who's terrible. You. I still feel terrible about it to this day and I thank you very much for bringing it up. I thought we were over that. After you had like the whole week to go to the eye doctor no, and then just it, Saturday. It, that's not what it is. It, I wake up. All right, you don't know what the you have. Dr- you have dry eyes, right? The, I have dry eyes. No, you, no you have dry not, eyes. It's no, it's no, no. I, it's my eyes. Been dealing with it for five years. Let me tell you, okay? Tell me. So, what happened was one day I, I remember this. I woke up and I felt like I had something in my eye, and it wasn't that bad. It kind of went away through the rest of the day. And then the next day I woke up and it was like that. So I did like an online, like Cleveland Clinic doctor visit, like through Zoom back when. This stuff was new. Yeah. So he's like, ah, it looks like you have a sinus infection. Da, 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 da. So it cleared up after a day, whatever. Then it happened again. Then it happened again. Then it happened again. Then it happened again. Then it happened. And, and I had it on New Year's Day. I went to a to a, uh, to a quick service, whatever, like one of them quickie places. Went there. He's like, ah, I got a sinus infection. I'm like, still? So finally I went to this person who was like a specialist at the clinic. And he's like, I, I can't. I don't know until it happens to you. Got to come in the next time it happens. I go, well, anytime now. 
And sure as hell, like later that week it happened, I go and he's like, that is not sinuses. You have an eye injury. Sends me upstairs. They're like, yeah, man, you keep tearing your cornea. It's like two years into it. So I put they give me like a contact bandage lens. I can't put contacts. I can't t- take them in. I can't put them in. I can't take them out. I have to go to the doctor every two weeks to get the contact taken out. So finally, I got approved. I got approved for this surgery, and then I couldn't do it because of football season. Got approved again. Couldn't do it because of the pandemic. Got disapproved because we were switching insurance providers. Don't think I didn't notice. And then finally, I got approved. And I was gonna. I'm getting it done. On March the third, and I got the tooth thing coming around. Like if I swear to God, I'm just gonna give my son, I'm gonna give my son my shotgun and one bullet, and like like old Yeller, just <laughs> take me out back and end it. Okay, Lord Almighty. So this is what we're dealing with today. My teeth are falling out. Our pets' heads are falling off. It's a whole deal. By the way, I, uh, should I watch it? Do I have to watch the whole deal with the uh, Star Wars before I watch WandaVision? What's going on here? Tell me what? before I go into Ben Roethlisberger. What are you talking about? I don't know. Everybody's talking about about WandaVision. I don't know what it is. Wait, I heard you I and mean, Robin talking about it before, are you before a, I went on. Have you seen any of the Marvel movies? Absolutely not. Is that what it's based on? Well, I mean, it stems from that. I mean, it's all they're all these all the movies are linked together now with the TV shows. So you had what ten years of movies from. Uh, 08 to 2018, and then the new phase started with Spider-Man Far From Home. So what, it's like there's 23 movies, I think, maybe in total. And okay. now you have WandaVision, the TV show, and everything's not, linked together. So I'm not watching 23 movies to get caught up to this stuff, okay? So do I have to watch 23 movies to get caught up to this WandaVision stuff, or do I just go into the WandaVision? I mean, you're not going to appreciate uh, it. I, I don't think you're, you're not going to appreciate it then as I much. ain't watching it. Forget it. Also, by the way, before we get into the Ben Roethlisberger stuff, let me save you and everybody else some time and trouble. I saw that Hotel Cecil thing on Netflix. Major disappointment. Let me save you four hours of your life. It sucks. Also, just, It yeah. sucks out loud. Just, Sorry, It sucks. Um, just curious, uh, do you want the top five now since we have a guest at 11 o'clock? I was going to have you do it at 11.20. Okay, that's fine. I was just curious. Well, now I kind of want it now so I have more time to prepare, but I like it when you leave me with short times to prepare there. Well, you're always better when you have more time to prepare. They're, they're a I, little bit better. What are you trying to say? You, you say I suck at doing this? Well, I'm better than you at it, but usually oh, you're, definitely you're a little bit more at my level when I give you more time to prepare. Well, all right, so. what is it? What is it? Uh, well, you, uh, you, you're teased that you're going to talk about it, I know, later, but uh, Draymond Green went on a rant this week, you know, so oh. blasting how the teams and the media treat the NBA players. So I decided okay. let's do the top five sports rants. So whether it's coaches or a player or whatever. If you play practice or you play playoffs, I'm walking out and I'm not doing the rest of the show. I told you we have a hard and fast rule here. I'll hack it up about anything else, including noon. I got something that's really nice and hack. But I'm telling you right now, you play practice or you play playoffs, I'm out of here. I never – I've ne- uh, first off, I, I will not. Those are okay. not on my list. Thank uh, God. But what is, I don't know what you're uh, – I, I never heard this. I, I can't believe – I've never heard you talk about – you're so against these two particular uh, – Because they're used by every single hack host in the, in the history of sports talk radio ever since they happened. And I will be damned – if I play them on any show, all right? Oh, we have good segments. We have bad segments around these parts, but I will be damned if I play those those clips on any show that I'm ever on. Sounds It'll never good. happen. Yeah, that's not on my, those are not on my list. Thank so. you. Thank you very much. 
the great Anthony Pirino, everybody. 855-2124-CBS. He's got that Kevin Colbert clip lined up. Let me get to that here in a second just because I really thought, I really, really thought that they were going to come back and try to run it over again with Ben Roethlisberger. And it feels like they're up to the ledge. And I have to say what I have to say to push them over that ledge. Because when I heard Art Rooney talking about Ben Roethlisberger, I go, I cannot believe they're going to make special dispensations for this guy when they won't do it for anybody else. But then you listen to Kevin Colbert, who's a hardline football guy. And if you're a Steeler fan, I think it makes you a little bit more hopeful. Here's Kevin Colbert. He reiterated that to us, that he wants to continue to play. And we, we told him, quite frankly, we have to look at this current situation. You know, Art Rooney addressed that, that with Ben's current uh, cap number, um, some adjustment will have to be made. And we're not negotiating as, as we sit here and answer this question. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is on a team. Ben Roethlisberger did a lot of really good things last year, and we anticipate that he could still do some good things moving forward. So hopefully there's a way that we can try to figure out and do what's best for the organization and do what's best for Ben. And hopefully he'll be able to see that and feel the same way we do. But there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Kevin, if you want to do what's best for Ben, if you really want to do it, how about the sports equivalent of what I just talked about? Because my teeth are killing me, and so is my eye, and someday my son might just have to take me out back to the backyard and end everything. Because I just ain't no good to anybody else. Because when I watch Ben Roethlisberger and Kevin, when you did, you know exactly what you saw. You saw an old horse at the end of the line. An old dog and with rabies. That's what you saw. There is not a chance in hell. When we hear the term, whether it be taught to you by Trailer Park Boys, whether it be taught to you by Grandma, whether it be taught to you in a song, if you love something, set it free. You just said it. Good for Ben. What's good for us? What's good for Ben? You know what's good for both parties? Not If you want to send him to another team or he wants to go to another team, fine, maybe work it out that way. If another team is willing to have him, fine, work it out that way. But if you want to know what's really best for both parties, you set them free, you set them away, and you send them off to retirement. It won't affect that final year, will not affect his overall legacy. We won't remember that. We always remember greats at their very best. We never remember the greats at the end. We don't. We remember Michael Jordan flying through the air. We don't remember Michael Jordan with a little bit of a paunch playing below the rim with the Washington Wizards, even though he still wasn't bad with the Washington Wizards, my goodness, especially at 40 years old, better than a lot of players in their 20s. But still, we don't remember that. We don't remember Franco Harris at the end with the Seattle Seahawks or Unitas or, or Namath in the very end seasons with the Chargers and with the Rams. We don't remember that. We remember them at their best. You're not hurting his legacy. You're not hurting him. You have to have a tough conversation. And I think Kevin Colbert's more than willing to have that tough conversation. It's just the problem of whether or not Art Rooney and the Rooney family wants to have that conversation. Because you have before. You did it with Polamalu. You did it with Harrison. You did it with Lloyd. You did it with Green. You did it with Heinz Ward. With anybody else. The Steelers would have moved on. 
We're dealing with the same thing with Drew Brees. Yesterday I got on Twitter and there's all these rumors going around that seem to be unsubstantiated about him returning for the 2021 season, and everybody was up in arms about it because everybody knows that Drew Brees just needs to walk away. It's the end of the line. It's been a great career, but you can't all be Tom Brady, but you have one Super Bowl just like Ben Roethlisberger has two Super Bowls, and you'll both be Hall of Famers. The position is changing. The league is changing, and it is a country, and we see this from Tom Brady, it is a country for old men. But what I wondered about getting ready for the 2020 season, what I was skeptical about getting ready for the 2020 season, came true. You dedicated yourself to health and fitness, and yes, I know, this is a pot calling a kettle a pot. You dedicated yourself to health and fitness, but we knew it wasn't going to stick. By the end of the year, you had Ted Kennedy face going on. By the end of the year, you had put on 35 or even 40 pounds from what it looked like. By the end of the year, you were beat up. By the end of the year, you tried to go back to old Ben. Running the offense the way it was, playing from the seat of your pants, not doing what you're supposed to do, which is follow the offense, which is there to take care of you and to elongate your career. You couldn't do it. How on earth would I trust you to run it back? Kevin Colbert, in a little snippet right there, told every Steeler fan and every NFL fan what they need to hear, that this team, this Steelers team, cannot and will not be competitive in the terms of what the Steelers are. They can win seven, eight games. They can win that. But this team, for the standard that Steeler fans have set, cannot and will not be competitive if you have the same quarterback there in 2021. Whether it be Mason Rudolph, which, by the way, was able to conduct the offense that was set up for him pretty nicely in Week 17. Let's be serious about this. I I don't think much of Mason Rudolph, but it wasn't like he was terrible. Whether it be Mason Rudolph and you see what he has for the entire year, who's a big-body quarterback and a little bit athletic in his own right, or whether you make the trade that, yes, would send me into a shoot that I don't know if I'll ever come from if you can go after Deshaun Watson, or if you play your bets throughout the rest of the year and, and try to go after a quarterback in 2022, regardless of what it is, you have to be honest with yourself. If you love something, if you love Ben, it's time to set him free. Charlie Casserly joins us next. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 